and welcome to the Wedding Dish Podcast. Grab your fork and knife and take a seat at our table as we dish on all things weddings. You'll hear stories and tips from real couples and wedding pros about love, life, and entrepreneurship. I am your hostess with the mostest on the Wedding Dish Podcast, Sarah Alipin, and I am also the CEO of Photos from the Hardy and District Bliss. Um, before we get started, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, be sure to check it out. It had tons of great info about what you should ask your wedding planners and what you should know about, or your wedding vendors and what you need to know about them before you book and all kinds of good stuff. So thank you everyone for listening to The Wedding Dish today. Today, we are talking with an incredible wedding planner based in Montreal, the human behind Vintage Lux Events. Valerie, thank you so much for joining me on The Wedding Dish today. Well, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm really excited to share, you know, my best tips and practices to to your audience and I'm really looking forward to it. Well, today we're talking about social media versus reality because this can be kind of a difficult subject to navigate when you initially get engaged. A lot of couples kind of default to looking at social media as a place to start the wedding planning process, whether that be where they're finding their inspiration or their vendors. Valerie, what are some of the dangers surrounding planning a wedding based on social media content? Oh, I love this question. So long, so much information. So first things first is, don't get me wrong, social media could be good, great, for inspiration only. And when I mean inspiration only, it's just for the picture. So I'll give you an example. Let's say you get engaged, you're all excited, you're planning, let's say, a summer wedding, okay? Perfect topic because now it's summer, so why not summer wedding? So you type on um, Pinterest, good old good old Pinterest and you're like okay summer wedding inspiration and let's say the color palette is pastel colors because I feel pastels are making a very very nice comeback this season so you see this beautiful picture by a lake with the perfect table setting and you're like I want that okay and then you go find a wedding planner which I highly suggest you do so you find an amazing wedding planner in your area everything's good and you show her or you show him inspiration picture. The danger with that is, A, you don't know what that picture actually costed, right? Because there's nowhere yeah. on Pinterest. You see, there's nowhere on Pinterest the price tag. It's not going to say this wedding costed so-and-so, like this amount. And that's the reality. So your wedding planner will tell you exactly that thing, well, it's a picture, it's a great picture, we could replicate that. But at the same time, you have to stay within your realistic budget, right? Because weddings could cost, you know, how much you want them to cost, right? And now, you know, with the price increase and everything just went, went up, your weddings too went up, believe it or not. So that's one thing. So a picture, yes, it's great to take from that picture, let's say, bits and pieces that you want. Okay, so let's say you're like, I really love those charger plates. Fine, we could get those charger plates. We could get them at the best price. We could buy them in bulk. We could rent them. You could borrow them, let's say, from a friend of a friend of a friend. That's okay. But the overall picture itself could cost more than your budget. And that's the reality. And I tell my couples the same thing, that it's a great place, Pinterest or social media, but you always have to be careful because you don't know if the wedding was sponsored. 
you don't know whose wedding it was from. Like, for example, the Sophia Richie wedding, right? Stunning, but most likely it was all sponsored. I'm just speculating, but they also know, have a lot more money than the average it, human. It, exactly. So that's that's an example. So you look at that one and you're like, wow, I love the flowers. I love this. We could you could copy it, but it's gonna cost you a lot more than what you think, especially for flowers they went up in price. So it's just as any florist will tell you the same thing. So it's, it's a dangerous place, social media. And my favorite social media for weddings, TikTok. Oh, TikTok. How I have a love-hate relationship with TikTok for weddings. So that just might be me as a planner. But I find TikTok is, I guess, more dangerous than Pinterest because TikTok is alive, right? Is like someone they're showing you the behind the scenes of a wedding or oh or an influencer I want to call them the influencer right they're like oh this is what I spent on my wedding I'll give you the prices so and I'm sure you've seen those videos it's like you know the voice over and like pictures from the wedding it's like oh this costed me two thousand this costed me a thousand but again it's wrong information because that's in their area where they're planning so if they're not planning in your city the prices will vary greatly, right? So Or year to year too, because, you know, every year people increase their prices and exactly. um, that's kind of the reality of it. So budget is not clear on social media. And we were talking before about styled shoots as well. Yeah. And yeah. so for a styled shoot for our listeners out there who may not know, is when a team of vendors gets together, they create a a mini sort of event that they photograph and that or and potentially video. Yeah. That's really beautiful and showcases the things that they want their potential client, you know, the style that they want their potential clients to see. So exactly. that table could be a fifteen thousand dollar table because it's the only one at that style shoot. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas yeah. your budget might be fifteen thousand dollars for all of the tables and you might have 200 guests so that's exactly, going to be exactly that so it's and that's like you said for style shoots they're great it gives you inspiration but that one table could be your whole what because that focuses on that table so you best believe the style shoots I do and I'm sure you do too we stuff that table with things you know we make it look wow you know and we want as a planner we want that to be the focus is that table and forget everything we want that table but for your wedding you know that might be your overall budget for a certain part or in total right so you have to keep that in mind too is that that photo shoot gorgeous great inspiration but always remember that realistically speaking that was the main focus of the shoot in in reality right but tiktok like i was saying tiktok is oh tiktok how can i love hate so like i said you know you'll see influencers like you know saying this saying that oh my wedding costed this much and my favorite of them all on those influencer tiktok wedding talk oh i diy my whole wedding how tell me how did you like i need to know more information how did you diy all your tables all this all that don't get me wrong diys are great i find for smaller things for a wedding and I'll give you an example which I think is really neat 
Um, for example, let's say, not necessarily DIY, more like thrifted items. So thrifted, let's say, vases of different sizes, you know, like little things like that I could see happening. But to tell me as a wedding pro that you DIY'd your whole wedding, everything, I, you know, I'm, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I want well, to believe because- it. Yeah, but realistically, like you aren't doing all your floor, like if you're doing all your florals, you have some sort of background or a large refrigerator system or like there are a lot of pieces you have to have in place in order to DIY things. And you have to rely on someone else to execute a lot of it because you're getting hair and makeup done potentially or, you know, dressed and photos and all the things. So the whole day you're, you're busy being dolled up. Like you said, you're not going to have time to necessarily place every item, how you want it to look. Either A, you'll have a family member that's generous enough to help to put it, which is fine. Or I see that often. I've heard, I heard stories, not my stories, but I heard stories that family members, which is okay. If you have someone that you can trust on your wedding day to set up how you envision it for the past year, I say go for it. Or B, you work with a planner that from the beginning helps you and guides you in the right direction. Or C, if you're very lucky, the venue does the setup. And remember, not all venues do set up of the table some do some don't so it depends on a lot so at the end of the day the influencers that say oh i diy'd it yeah you might have made the items yourself but to say that you were responsible for setting up all the tables perfectly i don't know how i feel about that and like i said rifted things are coming back i feel like in style like for the more vintage boho look which is stunning but those you buy, you know, at a thrift shop, you can find beautiful, very beautiful pieces that are very unique, which is gorgeous. But you didn't actually make the vases. You just purchased them and bought them, you know. So it's, you know, you have to be so careful with social media. Don't believe everything you read. And if you're not sure, I know some wedding planners in some areas, they offer just a consultation, you know, or like a mini planning session, you know what I mean? They to guide you with a certain part. So if you're not sure, you could do that too. Or ask a family friend that maybe just got married, say, hey, what do you think of this? Because they were just in that process, right? The same as you are now. So don't don't believe everything you see. Just, just don't. It's, it'll, it'll avoid disappointment later on because the last thing you want big time is you have an idea, the perfect, perfect picture in your head of how you want everything to look, which is good. Then you get inspiration from online, TikTok, the influencers, wedding talk, Pinterest, even Instagram to reels. You have to be careful. Uh, it depends. You know, you really have to be cautious of those. But I prefer reels versus TikTok. I don't know. That just might be me. So, you know, you and then you go actually, let's say, to the florist to say, hey, you see this picture. Can I have these flowers? And it's more than your whole budget. And then you'll be disappointed because reality you know so then you'll have to wipe that away and be like well where do I go now and then you have to I say downsize or replace certain items but then at the end of the day you're not going to be truly happy because you already had a vision in your head saying I wanted this I saw it on TikTok I saw it on Instagram or even better Pinterest and you know and then you'll be sad and you don't want to start off your whole wedding planning journey to to just be sad and not 
not, I guess, inspired to continue, right? Because it's, you know, it's just reality. And that's why I always tell my clients, I'm like, look, yes, it's a picture. We could take, like I said, pieces. Okay, you like the flowers? Let's focus on the flowers. Forget the tablecloth. Forget this. You like the flowers in the picture? We'll just do the flowers. Fine. We could do that. There's many ways of working around. You can use, again, I'm not a big fan of using, using artificial flowers, but if you have to, we could we could we could work something out you know what I mean but don't expect to do the whole picture for under x amount and even as a planner if a couple comes to me saying well how much will this cost I'm like it depends on the vendor depends on their cost because everything went up year by year even month by month you know the peak season will cost you more than the end season the prices you know it's supply and demand so I can't even give you a price sometimes if you know, th- and I don't want to speak for another vendor saying, oh, the flowers will cost you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to say to my client, like, oh, um, example, flowers, well, they're going to cost you, let's say, 5K, but that could be so wrong. And then I don't want to mislead you saying, well, now the quote comes to, let's say, eight with delivery and, you know, trans- and everything. Yeah. Right? So I can't even give you a number. Like, sometimes, I guess, I could ballpark an average price, but even my average price could be way off. So that's why I sort of stopped saying that because yeah. I'm like, you know what? We're not we're not going there just just to avoid disappointment because I don't want you to start off your wedding planning journey disappointed and sad and not and just not even inspired to continue and you're not excited. It's like you're supposed to be excited for your wedding planning. It's a fun time. You're planning your forever, right? And I don't want a picture to like put put that in your mind you know what I mean because that's not that's not cool either you know and it's not fun for anyone you know so that's why at the end of the day I'm like look you know what take what do you like of it you like the charger plates we could get you charger plates there's many companies rental companies you could buy online even second you could you could we could work that out but but one piece though or even two we could work something out but not the whole picture because forget it we're not we're not doing that. But no, 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 um, no, we can't. So avoid disappointment by actually maintaining, managing your expectations, yes. staying within your budget and knowing that you don't have any concept of what the photo's budget might have been. Exactly. And then, you know, being careful of your time and expectations surrounding DIY, choosing and then the, the things that I'm hearing you recommend are choosing the pieces, looking at the picture carefully, yeah. choosing the pieces that are actually the things that you're connected with. Because sometimes it's hard to tell that. It might be the background. Maybe that's yeah. the venue that you want to choose or a venue that's similar. Maybe it yeah. has nothing to do with the florals. Exactly. Forget everything else. It might just be, I like, for example, the exposed brick. Well, in your city, you're, you know, where you're, you know, where you're playing your wedding, you will most likely find something similar to give you that same effect. You know what I mean? And then you go from there. But it's, again, that's why it's important for the picture to really look at it and think, hey, what's drawing me in? Is it the background? Like you said, is it the venue? Is it the cutlery maybe? It's simple as that cutlery. Or maybe is it the menu shape that you the like? The colors? It could be anything at this point. So that's why it's important to like look at that picture, study it, and then be like, hey, this is really what I like. Or you know what? If you see another picture similar, 
there's a there's a connection. What is it? Is it the same flower arc that you want in the background? Maybe. Is it the same venue? Like again, I'm saying exposed bricks. I feel like that's cropping up everywhere nowadays. You always see exposed brick, and I love a good exposed brick wall. So is it that? Or is it like you said, simple as a cut in both pictures, it's the same color of gold or the same matte silver, or and that's it. You know, is it has and again, that's why when I talk to my couples, I'm like, if I see a similarity in pictures, example, if all the pictures they send me my couples are peonies and all the pictures, there's a pattern, it's a peonies and there's not necessarily the background, right? It's something in, in common. But if I see all the pictures have big chandeliers, it's the big chandelier. Forget everything else. It's your big chandeliers you want. And also, too, when it comes to expectation, you know, just a little side note, when it comes to expectation for, um, you know, in pictures like venues in your city where you're planning your wedding, you might not have a venue like that. So then you have to, you know, think about that, too, because not all not all cities and all places where, where you're living have the same, like, the picture, right? Example, in Montreal, there's no beach wedding. I'm sorry to break it to you. Maybe you have the look that you want, but you're not going to have your sandy beach. So that's one thing, too. You have to be realistic, right, of, of where you're planning. If you're having a wedding in another state or another province, okay, that's a whole other ballgame. But if where you're planning to get married is your home city or your hometown, you have to see realistically the picture that you pick has to be somewhat similar to something that is already there because then you'll be really really disappointed and then you might not want to do it anymore and I'll be very sad so that's you know at the end of the day like I said look at the pictures but don't I guess don't be be open be open-minded you know be realistic saying hey I know I live let's say in Montreal like I do I know there's no beach in Montreal, okay, but I know they have more of this style venues in Montreal because, you know, online, the only real, I guess, inspiration to look at is the venues, their websites, their Instagram pages, because that's the venue, right? That's, the, that's what they have. So if you look on the venue social media pages, you could see more or less the room, how it looks, right? Or if they have different options, say, oh, look at the picture here and look at the picture I like. It has the same vibe. Let's go there, right? So, you know, that's one way to actually get cross-check what you're actually looking at. Or maybe even better, what that's actually great, you might look on their social media page, again, Instagram, let's say, and you might see a setup in the room already that's of a previous wedding. And you're like, hey, I really like that. And you know that's doable in the room because it's been done before. Again, you don't know how much everything costed, but, but it gives you that, hey, I could, it's somewhat actually doable. It's not a, just a picture I took from Google or from, in, from Pinterest that was pinned on a board, you know? So it really comes down to that. But that, I guess I could only say is like the actual, you know, like proof that you could see of what it could look like, the venues. And remember, the only sad thing is not every venue has a social media page. You know, That's some do, too. some don't. So you have to, you know, you have to, I guess, pick your battles, as they say, you know, like, what, at the end of the day, what do you really want? Okay, if you, like, again, if you want the venue, that's a whole other level, right? But if you want the flowers, okay, we could, there's many florists in, in the, where you're living, you know, you could find a great florist, you know, you could do that. But 
at the end of the day, I could write a list of the picture of what you like, you know, if that could help you. Like you see a picture saying, uh, or even put arrows or stick, you know, saying, I like these flowers. Okay, we'll get the flowers. Or you know what? Not even the flowers. Sometimes, like I said, it's the napkin. That it's like, wow, it's such a pretty color I never saw it before. And another thing, too, when it comes to social media that I've mentioned are the filters. Because, you know, filters are a big thing. So it's like you take a picture, right, of um, let's say the person that took the picture, takes the picture, let's say that photographer takes a picture of the, of the set of the venue. They edit that picture most of the time, I'm assuming, right? And then whoever published that picture then could add a filter on it, too. So if the it's a picture, an edit of the picture, a filter on that edit. So at the end, it might not even look like that. Maybe the filter they put was like a pink filter. So it might change the whole color on it, right? So you might not actually be seeing the real, the real how it actually looked in the beginning, like the original photo. So again, filters too, you have to be careful because I could post a picture of my work. I could put a filter over it and it will look like two different things. So Keep that in mind too that whoever is posting this picture, their inspiration, they could put 20 filters, they could edit it themselves, they could remove this, they could add this here, they could crop this, crop that, and there's a whole other venue basically. So you don't even know sometimes, unless if you've been there, unless if you're at that wedding, you'll know. But the picture, you know, and you could do a lot with technology, believe it or not. You know, I'm not a I'm not a photographer, I'm not a pro, but you see online like People edit their face, edit this, crop this out of the background, remove this, add that. So even what you're seeing could be false. So you don't know. You can never be too sure with the filter. But that's what I'm saying with the napkin color. It might not even be that color because that color maybe doesn't exist anywhere. It's just a filter over it, you know. Or let's say if it's like like a vintage style, um, you know, filter. You know, like that vintage one, you know, maybe is that. And like, wow, I love the napkin, but it might not exist at all. It might just be literally a filter. So it's always important to keep that in the back of your mind when you're looking for inspiration anywhere. Even on a Wedding Crow's, um, you know, site, yes, most of it is their work. But I've heard stories, again, this is not true for all Wedding Crow's. They even take other Wedding Crow's work or online. I heard stories about that too unfortunately so you know at the end of the day the only way to get the actual pictures to if you work with a wedding girl say hey can I see your portfolio because that's their work that's what they that's their work and they have it so if you're ever unsure you could easily ask the wedding girl you're working with saying hey for, absolutely for the that's the only way you'll get the actual picture the the source not the one online you know and even as a planner too I have a portfolio of my pictures that I took or photographers work you know that they allow me to use and I have a portfolio like an online you know portfolio but that's my work I could tell you exactly how I copied that work I could I could easily replicate it for you again because I've done it before but that's the only way you can really get an answer with the price because I have the prices of it. I could tell you, well, this is the going price because I have the rental item for that price. So that's the only way you're going to really get an answer is if you go to the source. But most of the time, you will never know who the source is because the web is a very, very big place for wedding inspiration. So again, it's good and it's bad, but always remember that because at the end of the day, you don't want to be, because then 
I'll be sad. You know, you don't you don't want to be sad planning your wedding. It's the one time you're going to do this and you want it to at least be how you imagined, right? And you don't want to end up being sad after the first month of just booking maybe the venue, right? You don't want to be in that run, the rut, you know, you don't want to be in that, you know, you don't want to be in that exactly. cycle. I agree. I think I love that you have now set our listeners up to manage their expectations yeah. for social media. That is all we have time for today. Where can our listeners find you online, Valerie? Yeah. So I have Instagram. I am on the gram. It's Vintage Lux Events and it's the Golden V because Valerie Vintage. That's why I did that. I didn't, I, I didn't want any, you know, events by Valerie. I'm sorry. I can't do that. That's no, no. So that's it's the Golden V. Facebook is on the link tree. So if you click the link, you'll see my Facebook there. You'll see my website there as well. I'm not on TikTok for many, many, many reasons. So you'll not find me there for multiple reasons. Um, but I have a website and I always, you know, I'm always updating. I'm always updating my work. So you'll see behind the scenes, maybe, you know, of weddings I'm doing this season. I always try to do like a little behind the scenes, just, you know, before and after I love doing. So you'll see my work and on my link tree, like say, you'll see this podcast be there. So I'll link that when it's up. Everything's on there. So you'll find me there. And yeah. And that's pretty much it. But you'll see all my work. You'll see everything that I'm up to, you know, behind the scenes. And yeah, pretty much that's it. But remember, it's the golden beef. Wonderful. All right. Well, look out for that golden bee and find her online. While you're doing that, you can find the show notes over at theweddingdishpodcast.com. And of course, we'll link out to Valerie on there as well at Vintage Lux Events. And you can find us on social media at The Wedding Dish Podcast. And tune in next week for lots more juicy wedding tips and tricks (laughs) from couples and wedding pros alike. Thank you, Valerie, so much for joining me today. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.